Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. And so, we follow the wild griffin Coldeye mm. in his natural habitat. I see, as he sits strangely cross-legged <laughs> in his already deformed <laughs> uncommuted chair. So fucking called out right now. <laughs> Literally sitting cross-legged. Put you on blast big time. See, as he drinks eagerly from his can of Diet Coke. <laughs> I was starting that sentence before you started drinking your Diet Coke, mm. and it just worked out so much better. If this is what it feels like oh, to be perceived, God. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> oh, no. All right, your turn. Your turn. Uh, no. Uh, put me on blast. No. I wanna, I, I, but I want to know what you come up with. <sighs> what, are the, what are the goofy things about me that like people wouldn't know, but like when you think about it, you're like, what the fuck? I was going to try it myself, but I would be far too mean to myself. Yeah, 100%. Think, so. 100%. <laughs> My first instinct was to be like, and here we see Zachary Tuttle Rob in his, uh, <laughs> his natural habitat. See as he quotes lines from his favorite <laughs> because he does not have an original thought <laughs> in his head. Here we find the wild Zachary Tuttle Rob in his uh, natural habitat, crammed into a living room that he deigns to call a recording studio. One day I'll have an office. I had. A, I miss having. I had another I one and then it slipped my mind. Give me a second. Okay. Crunch time. It's crunch time right now. No, don't tell me that. Come on. It's crunch time. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, not. it's not. The bit's the gone. Now that you made the bit go away. If you had given me a moment, the bit would have come back. But now the okay, bit's no, gone. Bring the, bring the bit back. That's not bring how it works, Zach. Bring the bit back. I fucking hate you. you like, like Black Eyed Peas. Bring the beat back. I came up in the Oh my god. I don't want to take some pictures. I just want to take some shots. And here so, we see on, the wild Zakharov in his natural so habitat succumbing to a bit that, that he has no way out of. It's so true. <laughs> uh, I've got problems. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Zach. I am regrettably Griffin. <laughs> regrettably <laughs> Griffin. I have said that. I am now realizing in this moment, I have said exactly that before, and you have followed up with that exact uh, <laughs> yes. I actually? Uh, Time is a circle. <laughs> Is now on the podcast. Oh my god! He's stuck here with Zach Rob. We we take and he's getting pissed. We take one episode off, <laughs> and we forget entirely how to do this show. Yeah, yeah, it's fine though. Um, you know, before we dive into the episode, I do want to give a big shout out to our Patreon donor, Boopus, who made a somehow alter AU version yes. of this shop, which is already existing in multiple universes. Yes. So you know what? 
We salute you, Boopus. Yeah, what is it? Gak and Ziffin's interplanar yeah. familiar farm? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. It was incredible, though. Um, Boopus, so, yeah, that's, we salute you. We salute you, bud. Um, but yeah, no, we're back for another episode. You know, sometimes life things get in the way. Yep. And, um, we've been busy boys yep. uh, for the last few months. Sure Just fucking lots, have. So much has been happening. Life comes at you fast, and... Sometimes life comes at you slow for a very long time. Yeah, you know, there's that Ferris Bueller line from Ferris Bueller's Day Off mm-hmm. where he says life life moves pretty fast and if you don't stop around, you know, stop to look around at everyone once in a while, you might miss it. Um what he didn't realize, you know, back in, you know, circa 1980 whatever, that come, you know, 2020 whatever, you don't have time to stop and look around mm-hmm. uh, at it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So life just moves past and you're like, oh, there it went. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go to work again. Like I, I keep I keep at having to go to work. It's the damnedest thing. God, why do we have to keep going to work? I already work. I already, I, I just did work, and now I'm home, I, but I have to do more work. I wor- just worked yesterday. Ugh. God, America. Gods. Can we just, can we just see the fall of capitalism yet? Just, I, I think we need to make it happen, Griff. You and me. Oh. Just like is hatch this, a plan. Is this what we were destined for? Is this what yeah, we were digi destined for? Hey, yeah. Zach and Griff versus capitalism. Let's <laughs> go. Which is funny because we have often on this show talked about how we're only in this for the money. Yeah, so, but that's like kind of a bit. Yeah, kind of. It's. I mean, it's a bit for the podcast. I feel like you and I are both a wildly pretty anti-capitalist. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. At least in like we've both like. The the arc the the same arc that we as like a friend group and as a like frankly as a society over the yeah. past like seven eight years have like our eyes have opened to concepts of like gender and sexuality, um, mm-hmm. like and how we have evolved from like Jesus yeah from like twenty ten oh god oh yeah like yeah. that is the more recent one for me that i'm like i think at the halfway point in that arc four is the anti-capitalism trends yeah so one of my coworkers today literally just told me that she skipped out on 140 dollar concert tickets that she had already bought because she was too scared to miss a shift that's that's rough anyway that's let's fucked. talk about cats let's talk about <laughs> Let's talk about cats, please. Okay. Okay, um, please. We are doing a, a good old, I think this is only cats but not number two. It's like two or three. Let yeah. me, I didn't, you know what, I didn't do my my due diligence in the archives. Well, yeah, I gotta say, Griff, I, uh, I praise you deeply for being the one that looks these things up for us. Yeah. Because um, um, I'm lazy. Well, these to. things live in my brain for a long time, and it's like... As the person who largely like pulls the titles for the episodes, those just kind mm. of like live archived in my brain. No lie. That's fair. So yeah, this is cats, but not two. Ooh, I'm very excited because I think Roxanne is doing the thing where I'm sitting at my computer and she shuffles around my feet. So we might Aww. be talking about cats by not three. Or do you say do you say three? Number two. Number two. Uh, with a real live cat. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Yeah, there she is. Hi, Roxanne. Well, that's uh, Roxanne Ray's here to join the party. Fuck yeah. Let's dive in. Let's dive in, shall we? Um, up first, we have the uh, Catamount, which uh, this looks like a um, perhaps a like a cougar or a puma. Yeah, which I think are the same thing. Yeah, I think just different names. But it's maybe a little like looks a bit more like a little bit a little bit like a teddy bear uh, in the face. He's got really beefy forearms yeah too. um and it's earth bending like yeah. it's just doing some casual earth bending yeah casual e-bend yeah you know a large broad-shouldered cat stalks its prey through a narrow canyon a wall of stone erupts suddenly from the ground cutting off the prey's only escape Typically found in areas with rocky terrain, such as mountains, canyons, and badlands, the catamount is a large hunting cat with an innate control over rocks and earth. The catamount uses its ability to shape stone to aid in hunting, causing minor earthquakes or changes in terrain to confuse or redirect its prey. While catamounts prefer to hunt game, like deer and goats, a hungry catamount happily feasts on whatever prey is available. They are cavern carvers. Catamounts use their ability to manipulate the earth to carve out complex cavern systems as dens for rearing young. It is mm. not unusual for kobolds, goblins, or even small giants to claim abandoned catamount dens as their own, for the caverns make <laughs> Cobalt, defensible homes. Damn it. <laughs> and they are territorial. A catamount is a solitary creature that can claim an area of up to 20 square miles as its hunting grounds. That's beefy. A catamount, uh, yeah, a catamount tolerates another catamount only long enough to mate, <laughs> and the product of their union is typically one to two kits. Once the kits are old enough to hunt on their own, they leave the den to find their own territory. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love them and leave them, am I right? No, the, I, the, oh, I'm, I'm just thinking that's about, awkward. sorry, I was giggling. Uh, no, I think they're great. No, um, I was just giggling because, uh, you know, they, they're broad shoulder. Like, they got these really beefy, like, front legs. Sure. And so all I'm all imagining is that, like, walking on, like, its hind legs, and it just looks like a gym bro who skipped, like, day. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so it's just like, hey, what's going on, dude? God. Oh, you need me to move that rock? Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got him. <laughs> Fucking got him, dude. That's gonna be. I want to play. Was, okay, we need a, we need a game of Himbo Treasure Hunt, but cross with like Avatar. Oh hell! Yeah. So like Himbo Himbo Benders, dude. Himbo Benders would be sick. Oh fuck! You need me to move that? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Hey, you got it, bro. Yeah, Have a dude, good one. Sick form. Fuck yeah, bro. All right. Uh, catamounts are large monstrosities, unaligned, 12 armor class, 117 hit points. So, like, pretty pretty thick. Uh, and a 40-foot speed. Uh, they've got pretty high strength and pretty good dexterity as well. Proficient with athletics, perception, and stealth. Uh, they have tremor sense out to 30 feet, which is cool. Oh, cool. They have an, a trait called well-grounded. They have advantage on ability checks and saving throws made against effects that would knock it prone. They uh, take one bite and two claw attacks, plus six to hit on each, 1d8 plus four on the bite, 2d4 plus four on the claws. And then as a bonus action, they can control earth where they can create a stone wall uh, within 30 feet. They can make it up to 30 feet long, five feet high, and five feet thick. 
Uh, they can create a fissure in the ground, uh, a, cause a rift to form within 30 feet. It can be 15 feet wide, 30 feet long, and up to 10 feet deep. And they can cause tremors, uh, which each creature within 30 feet must succeed on a DC 14 strength save or take 1d6 bludgeoning damage and be knocked prone. Are you experiencing a tremor right now, Zach Rob? Whoa! Right. You were doing that for about, like, 15 seconds on this purely audio medium. <laughs> Zach just with his hands up and shaking back and forth. Whoa! Like you were in a um, like a cheap '90s film, it's like, like Star, a Star Wars, a Star Trek episode yeah. when the, the ship got shot. Whoa! I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a weird mood. I love it. Yeah, you uh, said well grounded, and so then I, I was just imagining like that same himbo sort of you know hind leg walking guy with like the big muscles, yeah. but like he's got like a tasteful pair of like you know like wide uh, wide frame glasses and someone's like yeah he works with the kids yeah he yeah he's just really you know really like a really well-grounded guy <laughs> he's like uh, yeah kid you need me to line that soccer field for you no worries <laughs> <laughs> i'm well aware of my privilege <laughs> oh yeah yeah, he studies philosophy. Yeah, yeah, he's just he's just a really good dude. Oh lord, <laughs> just super well grounded. <laughs> you've really you've really kind of gotten away with this bit, huh? I I, I think I, I I used enough of the qualifiers in the text to support my hypothesis. We've gone. We, we're not even. You're talking about a man in this. Talking about a creature <laughs> yeah, about this earth bending well, kitty about cat. An anthropomorphized version of this kitty cat. Uh. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, we've we're fitting the description of cats, but not. Cats, but not. Yeah, we started not, talking about real, a cat, though. and then we didn't. Uh, this would be probably you know the, to bring it back. I guess to the crux of the show, yeah, it'd be a good like a good like you know uh, for like a mountainous sort of ranger mm-hmm. would be like a good bud to have around. You know, like if a you gotta get across an expanse, yeah, just kind of like make a bridge. I don't know that a catamount would make a great pet per se they seem fairly solitary i feel like it'd make a great roommate like if you were also living in like it's cave den Hmm. and it's like you can always you can always depend on the catamount to like have you know like secure like they'll always lock the door oh definitely you know they bring home the grow they'll bring home they erase the doors yeah like they'll always let you know it's like hey the uh the you know giant down the street he's a uh, throwing a rager so just like make sure you you know watch out on your way home kind of thing yeah definitely you know he can be a little skeevy so like just watch yeah out. definitely yeah so like i think like 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 just a good like you know like a roommate situation yeah. like you're two people yeah. that are sort of coexisting in the same yeah, space not necessarily friends but like you, you know like you, you're able to cohabitate yeah you do good turns for one another yeah yeah I think it's a. I think it'd be great. I think it would be awesome. Yeah. You know what? You really brought me around to this idea of the catamount roommate. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Are they just called catamounts because they're cats who live in the mountains? I think so. Yeah. It's a little on the nose. It's a little on the nose. It's like, oh, what are we gonna call this thing? It's like, uh, okay, what about like Earth Cat? It's like, no. Pebble, ki- Pebble like, Kitty. No. Well, it's like a mountain lion, 
right? Yeah. Right? Like a type of cat? Like a lion amount. No. No. Like it's like a... You know, like a catamaran. But it lives in the mountains. Yeah, so cat a mount. Cat a mountain. No, just cat a mount. Count, just count yeah. mount, bro. Yeah, we're really good at our jobs. Oh, definitely. I don't know why I'm dunking on Cobalt Press. I really like them. <laughs> yeah, they make good shit. Yeah, like the catamount. Just like, yeah, like the catamount here. Fuck yeah. Want to move on? Our, move on to our next critter. I'm happy to move on to our next critter, Griff. If you're happy to move on to our next critter, a shaw. Oh, Shabra. Let me get to the page. Shabra. So the next thing we've got is the Alky. Alk. A-L-K-E. Alk. Alka. 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 <laughs> Alkaline. <laughs> um, this just looks like a, it's a griffin. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, instead of wings, it's got like these, like the feathers, like calcified they've like and so they're like they're they're like spikes yeah they're, they, instead of wings they've just got like fat like a like it's like a feathered mantle kind of vibe but it's like yeah. they're like hard spiky kind of i'm kind of into it it's pretty fucking cool yeah like this looks like you know like if the griffin you know it like was like you know the cousin who's like you know is a little more like the like fanciful and like you know it's just kind of like a free spirit mm-hmm. like the alky's like the cousin who's like there to like kick ass like if anyone's fucking with their cousin oh sure you know sure I mean? sure yeah like the oldest and like everyone knows it. yeah yeah they're like don't fuck don't fuck with al like will show up to like your high school and like yeah 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 he's 23 but he will walk into the cafeteria <laughs> and tell you to stay the fuck away from his cousin yeah Fucking yeah, creeps. He's ba- he's, yeah, fucking creeps. Uh, this ferocious wingless griffin sports hardened feather spikes where its wings should be. Feather spikes. Alks, alkies, also called an alci or a keythong. A keythong. A keythong. I've heard Arkansas. of keyblades, but keythongs. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, you're getting a little racy for me. <laughs> That song went too fucking hard. I gotta say, for real. fucking like what eleven year old me when that first came out mm-hmm. for a PS2 mm-hmm. was like, what the what the what? Hell yeah! Remind me to send. Go. Remind me to send you this TikTok later. It's a person who's like, it's what's the the useless chick's name? Um, what's her name? Uh, oh, Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah. It's like Kyrie in the Kingdom Hearts trailer, and it's a guy in a wave pool, like with his back turned <laughs> as the wave's pulling in. And he's just like reaching out to camera and slowly fading back as the wave takes him as that song plays. It's really fucking good. That was uh, she was voiced by Hayden Panettiere. I don't know who that is. Uh, Do you watch Heroes? No. Okay, well then, never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> More ferocious in battle than typical griffins. Yeah, just like I said. Alkies use their bulk and superior speed to topple prey, exposing it to their crushing beaks and rending claws. Nice. Alkies are solitary creatures, too proud and volatile to share territory with others of their kind. Yeah, like it's like, yeah, they love their cousin, but it's like the cousin's not coming to hang out at their place. No, no, no. Yeah, it's like, can I come over? Because, like, I, like... You know, I, I, all the other kids are, like, going to drink and stuff. And it's like, I want to, like, like kind of, like, would you let me, like, come over and, ha- like, st- 
like start with you like just want to get the safe cause. yeah i love you i love yeah. you you know i love yeah. you no. no but no please <laughs> i'll be cool i'll be cool i know you'd be cool I'll be i know cool. you'd be cool no you're not coming over to my pad okay <laughs> you're not coming over to my pad bro <laughs> They always consider themselves the top of the food chain, even if stronger beasts reside nearby. Okay, so a little delusional. Love that. Love that. A little overinflated confidence we love. This sense of pride easily turns into dangerous arrogance, preventing them from backing down from an aggressor. Oh, no. Oh, okay. It's like first we fight getting... the bully, now we fight the principal. <laughs> like, <laughs> now we fight God. Let's go. Yeah, this morning I fought the bully. Tonight I fight God. Yes, exactly. Uh, they are contemptible creatures. While Alkis regard all beasts as prey, they bear an instinctual contempt for other monstrosities, including griffins and other Alkis. This contempt comes not from a sense of jealousy, but rather the Alkis' pride in its own prowess. God damn it. I, I kind of think it's really funny. Why though. can't griffins um, ever just be cool? They, hey, look... Be, Look, the regular griffins are chill as hell. Yeah. They eat horses. They like love. They fucking love. They fucking horses. love horses, dude. <laughs> uh, let's see. Any indication of another creature's advantages, whether manufactured or natural, incites a primal need in the alky to prove itself superior. Oh my god! <laughs> now he's just a try hard. Alkies keep a special animosity for uh, cock- cockatrices, gorgons, and the medusas. Immune to these creatures' petrifying abilities, Alkies toy with and torment these hated foes before moving in for a kill. That's very fun. I like that a That's lot, very actually. It's like, oh, you're going to try to turn me to stone, bitch? Oh, you can't. You fucking can't, you, fucking can. you can try, but no, it's not going to work. Check out my scales. They have a potent, potent components. Compotents. The Alki's immunity to yeah, com, components. <laughs> the Alki's immunity to petrifying effects makes clear they are infused with magic. Herbalists prize their spikes as powerful spell components for healing and protective properties. Nice. Big game hunters, Ooh. poachers, and would-be heroes have attempted to slay or capture Alki's for glory and profit. Often, the Alki winds up the hunter and its pursuers. The prey. hell yeah! I hell like yeah, these dude. cats. These are cool. Yeah, they're pretty these cool cat birds. Uh, so large, mo- uh, large monstrosity, unaligned, fourteen armor class with uh, 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 natural armor, hundred fourteen um, hit points, speed of fifty, and a climb speed of thirty. Wow! So they're pretty mobile. Yeah. Um, let's see their top stats. They got what strength and con at eighteen. Nice. After that, they got dex at a fifteen, whiz at a thirteen, charisma at a twelve, and in at a four, right. which like. In comparison to other animals, it's pretty good. It's up there. It's up there. Uh, go with dex and charisma saving throws. Really go with acrobatics, perception, stealth, immune to petrified, dark vision out to 60 feet. Nice. Um, yeah, they got these back spikes. Any small or larger creature riding the Alki against its will <laughs> must make a DC 15 dex save at the start of its turn, taking 14 or 4d6 piercing wow. damage with a failed save as it just bucks and impales you That's on its horrible. back. I love that. Uh, it's got keen sight, so go with uh, advantage on perception checks to rely on sight. And it's got the pounce. So if it moves 30 feet towards a creature and then makes an attack with its claws, it also knocks you prone um, if you fail a DC 15 strength save. Nice. 
And if they uh, if they knock you prone, they can make one beak attack as a bonus action. They'll just beak you. Um, they'll just beak you. Ooh, they have multi-attack, which is one beak, two claws. So the beak the plus claws. seven to hit. They're going to get the claws. Um, <laughs> it's got plus seven to hit. It's a D8 plus four piercing. And then the claws are uh, plus seven to hit, 2D6 plus four slashing damage. And then they have the piercing roll. Which is a recharge on, on a four to six. So 50, 50% chance that it's going to gonna recharge. The Alki tucks in its head and throws itself spikes first into nearby foes. Yes. The, the Alki moves up to 25 feet in a straight line and can move through the space of any medium or smaller creature. The first time it enters a creature's space during this move, that creature must make a DC 15 strength save. On a fail, the creature takes 4d6 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 piercing Holy damage shit. and is knocked prone. On a success, the creature takes half the damage. It is knocked That's prone. bonkers. That's very bonkers. And then it also has, uh, as a reaction, repelling spikes. The Alki adds three to its armor class um, against one melee or ranged attack that would hit it. To do so, the Alki must see the attacker and not be prone. So, yeah, that's pretty sick. That's real. Uh, that piercing roll sounds really fun. That it just fucking sonic rolls. At yes, people. it wave dashes like. <laughs> that's so good. I love no, these. No, they're, they're really cool. Like, they uh, a good pet. They do not make. I, I would assume. No. <laughs> they they would take any like sort of, you know, any in uh, suggested advantage that you have as just being a person as a slight yeah it would be like look at you and your fucking bipedal stance yeah. fucking asshole it's like you're gonna go to you're gonna oh you have to go to work you'll see me later what are you gonna go in your car <laughs> i'm gonna beat up that car <laughs> oh yeah your car you can go you need the car to go fast i can just go fast watch this idiot so, <laughs> <laughs> oh you got wheels on there they can roll your car cool. i spikes? can just fucking roll yeah you gotta put chains on your tires in the winter because he's slippery. I'm my own tire chain. <laughs> oh, you have to like cut up your food with a knife. Watch this. Just stabs it with the back spikes. Uh, yeah, Alki's un- regrettably bad pets. Regrettably um, very bad pet. Cool creature. Really, though. really cool, creature. cool creature. That horrible pet. Just really bad. Pet, not you guys. not good to like be around. Not good to like interact with at any. Real really, way. just kind of keep a wide berth for your own um, self confidence mm-hmm. and safety. They will find something that they think you're good at and do whatever they can to make yeah. you feel like you're bad at it. Yeah, as uh, much like how John Mulaney uh, describes thirteen-year-olds, they will uh, make fun of you, but in an accurate way. Yes, yeah, yes, and um, it will tear your confidence down to lows that you didn't know they could reach. Uh huh. Remind me not to go down to the fourth floor again, please. Okay. 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 We can like move them to the basement or something. Like, oh yeah, that would be really nice. Because like, there's some containment down there that like we haven't used okay. since like last Halloween, I think. Yeah. You're hey, right, you're right. hey, buddy. <sighs> That's okay. They're just really. Mean I I know. I know. 
How about this? We'll, it's, I, I don't want to cry on my grip. I, what about we'll, we'll we'll put them on clearance, okay? Okay. We'll put them on okay. clearance. Do you want to go to an ad? Okay. Yeah. Let's do you want to do another ginger ale? Yeah, please. Okay. Awesome. Trevor, can you would you mind hitting the ad, please? And yeah, can you bring, bring me Zach a fucking a, ginger ale. One ginger ale, please. Please. Thank you, Trevor. Hi, I'm Shifty Mercutio, owner and operator of Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned Genies and Genie Resale Emporium, home of the multiverse's largest supply of gently used Genie paraphernalia. You know how many times people get overwhelmed by the prospect of three wishes and just choke up halfway through? What are those Genies supposed to do then, huh? Just wait? Nah, 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 that's where I, Shifty Mercutio, come in. Every Genie on my shelves has at least some wishes guaranteed. What? You don't take me, Shifty Mercutio, at my word? Well, listen to some of my partially satisfied customers. This thing only had half a wish left. How the fuck am I supposed to use half a wish? I thought I lucked out when this shitty lamp had a full wish left in it. I wished I was rich. It legally changed my name to Richard. Zero stars. This place sucks ass. My genie won't even work with me. I wish I'd never bought this stupid lamp. Oh, now you work? Now you work. Fuck you, piece of shit. What heartwarming words. So, if you're in the market for, or in possession of, a pre-owned or recently resold genie, come on down to Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned genies and genie resale emporium. Shifty Mercutio's. You get what you get. Don't throw a fit. I'm feeling better. Okay. I'm feeling better. I've got my ginger. Get your Canada dry. Mm-hmm. All right. The bubbles make me feel better. The bubbles do. The bubbles are nice, right? Mm-hmm. Just some bubble buds. <sighs> A couple bubble buddies. Yeah. You ready to you ready to get back into this? Yeah. What's going? Well, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Okay. All right. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go to the next one. Four, three, two. Okay. One. Four, three, two. One. Four, three, two. One. Four, three, two. One. Four, three, two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, our next cat, but not, is the Cyanic. Cy- uh, fuck. Cyanixin. Cyanaxin. Cyanaxin. Cy- Cyanaxin. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a big cheetah. Yes. Yes. Um, so we're going with Cyanaxin. Yes. I think. C Y O. N-A-X-I-N. I think, yeah, Cyanaxin sounds like a, like a, <laughs> one of those prescription drug commercials. Yeah, like, like clomazepam. <laughs> Do not take Cyanaxin if you are pregnant or intend to become pregnant. <laughs> Uh, my favorite thing about those medicine commercials are like, do not take this if you're allergic to this. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know if I'm allergic to it. I was very alarmed as a young depressed person of seeing those commercials because so many of them include like may increase chance for suicidal thoughts or yeah. actions. And I'm like, what kind of medicine is this? <laughs> you're like, I have another of those already. Who is taking this? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, the Psionixin. Uh it looks largely just like a cheetah, but it's got like p- pupilless blue eyes. Yeah. And it also, looks like gr- gr- Griffith's front paw. Yeah. Well, it's hand. It kind of looks like a hand sort of. Like look at that. It looks like it's got an index finger. 
kind of, but like, like, but also look at like essentially the wrist and how it's worn yeah. down, and there are some like broken shackles on the ground. Let's read. Interesting. Let's read. A cheetah with pale blue spots. I guess they are pale blue, aren't they? Yeah, I yeah. thought they were gray, but yeah. And glowing blue eyes carries itself regally. When it sprints, oh, it yeah. leaves after images of itself in its wake. What? Carefree celestial cheetahs, Psionixen enjoy sprinting through grasslands. The obligate carnivores constrain their diet to non-sentient creatures, except for those who subjugate others. Yeah! Psionics. Uh, kitties of the, of the grasslands and breakers of chains. Yes. They are beacons of freedom, which is a really good title. Oh, hell yeah. Psionixen believe every creature should be free from slavery, captivity, and imprisonment. Let's fucking go. They can, These are the people. They concede imprisonment is sometimes necessary, but they view execution as more merciful. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, freedom for everyone, even if it means freedom from your mortal coil. And they are <laughs> uh, friendly competitors. Though the celestial cheetahs take their responsibilities seriously, they delight in friendly competition. They compare their results against other psionicsen and engage in spirited rivalries with... Bletstebee? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to, go to 61. It's something you. else in this book. Blessed CB. Blessed CB. Huh. Psionixen can be reckless in freeing their charges and sometimes lose people oh. in their care. They regard Jeez. such losses as unfortunate, but still victories since the deceased enjoy the taste of freedom before dying. The blessed sesibi. Oh. Maybe? Sure. What are they? Uh, but it's like a like a big sort of like um oh god, it's like a like not quite a water buffalo. What's a kind of like a like, like a, a gazelle like, like a, sort of vibe? Okay, yeah, but it's got like three halos. I want to see this. Yeah, it's just like a cool. Oh, like like an okapi almost. Yeah, yeah, like an okapi. That's a good way to look at it. Uh, but with with halos, the text says it's like an antelope. Sure. Oh, okay. There you go. That's a good. That's a good way to look at nice. it. Nice. So they just vibe with these other, like, celestial grassland dudes. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, they are medium celestials. They are chaotic good. 16 armor class, 117 hit points. 50 run speed, 20 foot swim speed. They have a uh, above the maximum dex at 22. Oh, shit. 15 strength, 14 con. They have a 19 charisma. Look at that charisma. Oh, dude, this king's got riz. And an <laughs> an int of 10. They have a lot of proficiencies. Wisdom and charisma yeah, saving yeah. throws, proficient in acrobatics, athletics, deception, stealth, and survival. They're resistant to poison and radiant damage and immune to paralyzed, poisoned, and stunned. 60-foot <laughs> dark vision. They speak common and celestial. Nice. They have a lot of abilities. Jesus Christ. Uh, blur of motion. When they move at least 30 feet on its turn, they have a disadvantage, excuse me, ranged attack rolls have disadvantage against them. They deal double damage to objects that restrain creatures with their chain breaker ability. They have evasion, they have freedom of movement, 
keen smell, magic resistance, magic weapons, and pounce. Damn, dude. They have a one-bite-two-claw multi-attack, as a lot of our kitties oh. seem to have. Uh, yeah, plus five to Damn. hit. Excuse me, plus nine to hit. The bite does 3d6 plus six piercing, and then 3d6 radiant. It's got a radiant Four. bite! Dude, this thing will fuck you up. And then its claws are 3d4 plus six. It has a frightful yowl. The psionicson screeches, the sound growing more intense over a few seconds. Each hostile creature within 60 feet that can hear it must make a DC 15 wisdom save or be frightened for one minute. A creature grappling or restraining another creature has disadvantage on the saving throw. That's cool. Hmm. Neat. And it has a liberating chur. <laughs> chur. There we go. I was hoping you would give us an example, and then you did. Well, it says here, it reaches a loud staccato chirp. Nice. Uh, each creature within 90 feet that can hear the creature, uh, each friendly creature, uh, gains its freedom of movement trait. In addition, each affected creature grows claws, which it can then use to make unarmed strikes. Hell yeah. They deal 1d6 plus their strength modifier. And these benefits last until the start of the Psionicsons next turn. Holy shit. So a bunch of people say, like, you've got, like, a prison line, you know, like a bunch of mm -hmm. captives. And this thing can just roll up, go chirp. And all of a the sudden, they all get freedom of movement. They can all magically break their chains. And then they grow claws that they can attack their captors with. Yes. That's tight as hell. I'm on board. Yes. Oh, and they can dash as a bonus action just every turn. So not pets, like like they are mm. they are folks. They're just rad friends. Yes, rad as hell. Break the chains, friends. Some sick ass buddies. I love them a lot. I gotta say. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. But how can we make them funny? Um. Uh, what would you challenge uh psionics into? Ooh. Like a crossword puzzle or like a game of Jeopardy. I was going to say like horseshoes. Okay. Yeah, because like they don't got thumbs. <laughs> so they have a hard time throwing them. I like to think that I have an intelligence of 10. So. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm rocking like maybe like a 10, like on a good day. Yeah. yeah. I think most of the time I dip into that nine. No. I'm. I'm. Yeah. No. <laughs> <You're> just, yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking dumb, Griff. No, you're not. Oh, thanks, buddy. I feel like, like, <sighs> I have, like, maybe, I might broach into having something like a history proficiency, but only about, like, D &D lore? like fantasy lore. <laughs> yeah. Uh,. <laughs> I feel like my I feel like my base stats are pretty standard, but I've got a decent amount of proficiencies. Yeah, you know no, I mean? I've got yeah, a history proficiency in um, quotes. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, we made this it, as a Patreon thing. We made a you remember? Did we? Yeah. Oh God, we did, didn't yeah, we? I and, forgot about that. And we gave the creature like eidetic recall or something like that when it comes to bits. <laughs> For just quoting. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, that's really fun. It just has bit recall. Hang on, I still have the I, uh, the stat block the stat saved block? on my phone. Oh, um, hell yeah. Identic references. Zacks have the uncanny ability to recall the most appropriate reference for a given situation. Zacks have advantage on all intelligence history checks to recall any quotations that they have heard in the past. Yeah, I think I did something about like a, your lore dump when I made you your trading card. Yes. Uh, fucking years ago. I have that trading uh, card somewhere. Uh, isn't it in your wallet? Uh, no, my wild card is in my wallet. Your wild card is in your wallet. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Lord. You also have an, an ability called Straight Spoopin. <laughs> straight that Spoopin? Yeah. Uh, if a what the fuck does Straight Spoopin mean? If a Zach successfully makes a melee attack against a creature unaware of their presence, that creature must succeed on a DC 13 wisdom save or be frightened of the Zach until the end of the next turn. This is oh, when you would sneak up I at me scared, at I was scaring you all the time. <laughs> but it's funny because I never even did it. Like, it was always just me stepping up and be like, hey, man. No, it wouldn't just be like that. You would, like, get right up in my ear and go, hey. Like, very... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I was a fucking nightmare. And because you're tall, too, so there's a little bit of that, like, looming down and being like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Just looming energy. And it's scary. God, I was a fucking nightmare at that restaurant. God. Fuck. Yeah, if you want to see mess. the entire uh, Zach stat block and the writing of the stat block, um, you can find it on patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. Check it out! You know, behind the paywall, of course. Behind the paywall, of course, yeah. of course, of course. We're trying we to make got, a living here. We gots to make a living. We're trying. We got, we're trying. We're trying. We gotta. We gotta make sure we're not paying fully out of pocket for website hosting, guys. As we were describing at the beginning of the episode, the world's expensive. It's expensive. Prices are going up. Anyway. Anyway, uh, I like the Psionicson a lot. I think it's a really cool friend. Um, just a pretty chill kitty. And like a, f- a total leftist. Like. Oh, definitely, big time. Love, big time, love big time. that. Mm-hmm. Get some of these things in our world. Yeah, dude, I would love a cheetah that just kind of fights for the little guy. You mm-hmm. know what I, mean? I love that. There might might bump into some issues because, like, you know, the interpretations of freedom can be tricky sometimes. It's like sometimes you're just like you're in committed things that you have to do. It's like, well, the psionics and think that is like restraining. Yeah, something I I gotta say I really enjoy about about our new friend. Yeah, is you know it's you know it enjoys like you know like um really uh like uh, like what's the word I'm looking for mm. like really nice competition. Yeah, like you know like fair fun competition. Yeah, you have a cheetah that likes to be fair. Oh boy. A- you want to move on let's to the next creature? On. Yeah, let's yeah. move on to the next one. Okay. They made a bad joke. Okay. We can continue on now. That's okay. So what we got here oh. is the Catterball. <laughs> That's a great name. So this looks like a Sphinx cat. So, you know, like a hairless cat. He's naked. He's naked. He's a little naked kitty. Um, But its eyes are just all purple. Yeah, we have another pupilless colored eye yeah. situation. I look at a Sphinx cat, and I'm always like, oh, Rogar. <laughs> oh, little mud baby. My little mud baby. 
Um, so Caterball, this hairless cat moves its front legs forward, stretching its body impossible. Oh, no. Then retracts its body, allowing its hind legs to catch up in its lopsided gait. It's a it's long like cat. Dog. It's like the slinky dog. It's like, the feline you know the thing you do? Do you ever pick up your cats and, and they do the, like, they're, they're, yeah. yeah. It's like that, but yeah. all the time. Mischievous caterballs exploit their malleability to reach otherwise inaccessible places where they can unleash pandemonium. It is like a slinky dog. You're right. Yeah. Fey legends universally point to forgotten nobles who created the creatures to entertain their children. Stop making things. Damn it. Guys. We have enough. Fey, wizards, liches, fucking knock it off. Chill fucking come on as is the manner of children fey or otherwise unruly and destructive behavior elicited the best response in laughter and cries of do it again <laughs> after several destructive accidents the fey realized they needed to rid themselves of the creatures. you fucking assholes <laughs> unable and in some cases unwilling to destroy the caterballs the fey decided to lead the naughty creatures out of their home absolute jackassery like Look, they it, it's one of those it's a fucking Jurassic Park situation. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were so focused on whether or not they could, they didn't ask if they should. Yeah. And the answer is a problem pro- apparently they shouldn't now. Think it through. Should, hey, Faye, next time fucking listen to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. They have a strange diet. Yeah. A caterball enjoys rancid food, such as rotten fish and curdled milk. An offering of such fare keeps the creature away from the locations where it received the food. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's like you give it some food and it's like, all right, cool. You've paid your tithe. I'm out of here. Yeah. That's strange. It's like the opposite of what normally happens with cats. Yeah. Fresh food and drink offend the caterball, which redoubles its pranks against the offender. Interesting. It's like, how dare you? I'll be back. This is delicious. How dare you? <laughs> They're rat catchers. Caterballs aren't true felines, but they despise rats. Caterballs ignore whatever has their attention in favor of chasing and killing rats. Some communities tolerate the caterballs' hijinks because the creatures are efficient rat slayers. There you go. They're a small fey, chaotic neutral, 13 armor class, 44 hit points, which I find wow. very surprising. Yeah. 30-foot movement speed. Um, top stats, uh, dex at a 17, followed by charisma at 15, con at 14, uh, whiz at 12, strength at 8, then int at 5. Okay. So, like, he's kind of he's kind of a dummy, but like he's a smart dummy. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. Like me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, they're good with skills and stealth. They're vulnerable to acid damage, but immune to bludgeoning and poison. <laughs> it's just because they're rubbery. Like, oh, uh, they're rubbery. So it's they like just trying to fucking, come back up. It's like trying to punch Silly Putty. Like, yeah, they do the cartoon thing where they stick like the thumb of their, their yeah. paw and. and <laughs> uh, and they're immune to poisoned. Uh, they blind sight up to 30 feet. Cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, they know Sylvan. They can speak Sylvan. That's interesting. They have rubbery flesh. The caterpillar is immune to any spell or effect that would alter its form, and it has advantage on ability checks and saving throws made to escape a grapple because it just like <laughs> squeezes its way through. That sound you just made was wild. 
<laughs> Thank you. Uh, in addition, it can move through a space as narrow as one inch wide without squeezing. Nice. What do you mean without squeezing? You know it's squeezing. I ain't got no bones. Uh, and it's got a standing leap in ball form only. What do you what? mean by... Oh. It, has a bo- it has a bonus action. It has a change form. We'll have to read that. Yeah. Um, the Catterball's long jump is up to 60 feet. Oh, my God. And its high jump is up to 30 feet with or without a running start. Holy shit. Bung. Bung. Uh, it's got a slam, which it does in an ex- extended <laughs> or true form only. Uh, I'm so in my long to hit. form. My long... Yeah. <laughs> What, yeah, Babe, it's, come it's to our, bed. I'm in my long form. Uh, yeah, it goes to the the improv show. It's like, oh, we're doing long <laughs> form tonight. <laughs> we made two very different, but I think equally funny jokes. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know what? That's comedy. Love that. Uh, um, but yeah, let's see. So it's uh, yeah, I got the slam. Uh, and it's just a D6 bludgeoning damage plus five to hit. And it's got snap back, which is an extent. It's an extended form only. The Caterball violently returns to its true form. Oh, no. Each creature within five feet of the Caterball must make a. D- <laughs> so it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. It's like when you when you're like holding two ends of a like bungee cord. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, don't, don't, listen, don't, 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 don't uh, do that. Uh, that or when someone uh, uh, you've pulled out a fucking tape measure and <laughs> your friend's like, I'm gonna let it go, yeah. and you're like, Don't, please don't, don't do it. I haven't gotten the measurement, and yet. it comes back and it, and you're like, Oh god, I've been whipped like five times. <laughs> oh god, uh, was it? But they must make a DC 12 deck save on a failure, it takes 1d8 thunder damage <laughs> or 2d8 if the caterball has extended its reach to 15 feet. Oh my god, and is deafened for a minute. Holy shit. It slaps together so hard yeah. that it makes a thunder clap. It claps its own cheeks so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking love the takes half the damage in it. A different creature. Yeah. DC 12 can't save at the end of each of its hurt. But, yeah, it's got changed form. It can extend its body, roll up into a ball, or return to its true That's form. That's why it's called a caterpillar. There. Oh, okay. There we go. Each time it extends its body, it reaches uh its reach with its slam attack increases by fi- by five feet to a maximum of fifteen feet, and its armor class decreases by one because it's all stretchy. It got bigger. Uh, it, well, that is, that is yeah, it's so long. It's a bigger so much target. To chop. This thing is hilarious. I love that. I fucking love this thing. There is a section here, Griffin. Yes. On having a catterball familiar. Yes. Which I would think, especially if someone's like an Archfey Warlock, I think this Ooh, would be really funny. Such shenanigans. Some Caterballs are willing to serve spellcasters, especially those who enjoy mayhem. Such Caterballs have the following trait. Familiar can serve uh, uh, another creature as a familiar, forming a magic telepathic bond with that willing companion. While the two have bonded, the companion can sense the... Um, can uh, sense what the caterball uh, senses as long as they're within one mile of each other while the caterball is within one, uh, 10 feet of its companion. The companion cre- uh, increases its reach by five feet. Oh, it makes them stretchy. It's got the, yeah, Michael Jordan and Space Jam arm. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's very fun. At any time or for any reason, the catabolic can't end its surface as a familiar ending the telepathic bond. I was wondering. I love this. I thing. was wondering because a lot of times when we see these like creatures that can serve as familiars, it's like you get their magic resistance trait or you get you know yeah. one of those traits carried over. But I was like, what does the catabolic give you? And it makes you it just fucking makes, makes you, you into stretch Armstrong. Like just makes you into stretch. Yes. This thing I is love this amazing. Thing. This is an this am- thing is rad as hell. This is one of the best creatures we've ever talked about. I fucking love this guy. Like in another hundred episodes, when we do the, another round of the tournament of champions, like Caterball's gonna be a contender. Oh, definitely. I well, love. Well, it would Catterball. be so great. Like you know, I know that like I'm playing uh, Boulder's Gate three right now. Yeah. And I find rotten food constantly, like yeah. all the time. And like it's like anything you find, like there you go, bro. No, 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 no. Yeah, have a snack. Just have a snack. A little one is tweet. <laughs> and that's great. Like, like you know, they would help reduce waste. Oh, reduce, reuse. Yes. Free caterball. Re- <laughs> Just set a bunch of caterballs loose on, like, Trash Island and, like, let them go to town. Yeah. Let them yeah. clean up the oceans. Imagine if, was it San Francisco where they let, like, a shit ton of bouncy balls go, like, down one of, like, the big streets with, like, a big hill on I it? I don't know. And imagine if that was all catterballs. Oh God, bouncy balls released on the street. San. Yeah, San San Francisco. Yeah, they just let like 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 thousands of bouncy balls go. Oh my lord. Yeah, was it two hundred fifty thousand colored bouncy balls? Oh my God, why? I, I think it was for a Sony commercial. Oh, f- of course, it was fucking Sony. Yeah, uh, but uh, just imagine if they're all catapults. There's a frog in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wait, what? There was a frog. What? There was a frog. If you're watching this video, uh, I haven't watched. The, I'm not watching the video, but yeah, it, in, like, there's like a frog jumping out of a like a pipe. Into a, the video. into like a, a, a swarm of bouncy balls. It's like poor frog. Link me. I'm linking it. Link me. It's at like 140. Timestamp is like 141. There's just a frog that just decides to yeet himself into the bouncy balls. Don't do that, frog. That's too many bouncy balls. Yeah, fucking Sony. There's also, wasn't it in Ohio somewhere that they released like the shit ton of balloons and it like yeah, backfired? It yeah, it backfired. Yeah. <laughs> Where's this frog? Well, I told you, 141. Oh no, the frog! <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? Dude. Sony. Sony. Ruining San Francisco since, what was that, 2005, something mm-hmm. like that? Point is, counterballs are great. Caterballs are great. Great pet. Well, good pal. Good pal. I think good pal, honestly. Because they are rambunctious. Yeah, they're rambunctious. If you're like chaotic neutral, like, fuck yeah, dude. They will fuck with you. They will put their hind legs on one side of the doorframe and then stretch their body to the other side of the doorframe and trip you. This, uh, I wish I could have uh, emailed this stat block to one Matt Mercer when Laura Bailey was playing Ugh. Jester Lavore. Yes. Because, like, fuck Sprinkle, that fuck sad-ass Sprinkle. weasel. This cat would be so funny. Yeah, what if, <laughs> imagine if Jester had a counterball. Oh, man. 
Really good, good Toma Beasts. Damn. Oh, real good. Toma Beasts, way to knock it out of the fucking park. Counterball I kicks want one. Ass. I need one. Yes. My cats would hate one. I want um, I want one of these fucking silly putty ass cats. Do you think that you could like you know like force his <laughs> yeah, face? Yes, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, and they're they're real cute. Like honestly, as far as hairless cats go, pretty cute. It's a freaky cat. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm i pumped. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. That's great. I love the Catterball. We love the Catterball. Awesome. Well, dang it, gang. That's going to be the end of another episode. I think so. Wow. We did we it. We did it. <laughs> um, You know, guys, gang, friends, we love you. We love Thank you. you. Thanks for listening. For being here with us. Yeah. Uh, you know, the usual shit. You know, we got a Patreon at patreon.com slash ghostlight media. Mm-hmm. We got a uh, merch store, tpublic.com slash store slash ghostlight. Yeah. I know that the entire um, world of social media is in a fucking tailspin. So, like, just drop us like a couple bones a month and come kicking on our Discord. Yeah. I know that, um, you know, a uh, uh, fucking Twitter is on its way to the fucking ground yeah. i do have an invite code that we could make a uh oh a, what is it a blue sky yeah we can make a blue sky maybe man so i don't know we'll, where we need to we need to figure out what we're doing vis-a-vis socials yeah dude as we're like a company <laughs> yeah hey yeah hey griff you me we're real bad at the twitter <laughs> I, I mean we were we were bad at the twitter before twitter was bad yeah, yeah. that's yeah. You know, we are we are bad at twitter and twitter is bad yeah I think, yeah, one is not reliant on the other. They're just two things that happen to be true. True. Anyway. Um, uh, Fucking what are we talking about? I don't know. Uh, Gang, thanks so much for listening. We love having you here. Uh, If you ever have any suggestions for uh, content, books, video games, any sort of creatures or uh, uh, fictions that you want us to talk about, drop us a line. We are still tentatively on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast, so drop us those lines. We will see those DMs. Um, otherwise, uh, thanks for having us in your ears for a while. I've been Griffin. And I have been Zach. And just remember, friends, at the end of the day. It is all about love, baby. Got a normal one for once. It's so refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening to episode 120 of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, JJ and Veronica, Elliot, and Savani for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on the Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for forcing the ads here on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also a part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, as a non-cat owner, are regular cats just as obnoxious as Catterballs, or is that just me? Tell me on Twitter or on Discord. Patreon.com slash Ghostlight Media. Anyway, bye! This has been a Ghostlight Media production.